I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. It's not, it's not Katie Perry song. That was a bonjour. Kim the, Italy, what, ciao. 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 Yo, Sophia's the worst accent I've ever <laughs> Try your Try your Italian accent. Do the I. Oh, let's piss off all the Italians who listen. Go. I What is that? I I've been trying to teach the last like three days. I've been learning accents slowly and steadily. Wait, what? Bonjour. Hola. Ciao. Aloha. I'd love to ask the fans if I actually... Are we all the same accent? I know. Konnichiwa. Are you talking about small world? Oh my god, I hate that right so much. I was trying to think of all the ways to say hi. Ni hao. Thank you, Sid. That's that right. That's a representation. We got Claudia. What other languages are languages there? What's a guan? What is that? That's Jamaican. Okay, okay. We're just going to say hello. Sorry. I was trying to be representative. We just wanted to... Hi, I'm Sarah. Wait, I had no introduction. Oh. I'm so sorry. And welcome to this week's episode of Crying in Public. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Sydney. I'm Sophia. I'm Isha. And I'm Claudia. I'm so excited to say your name. I know. I feel like she's like, like I'm Sophia. Usually, like, I mumble my name. I feel like people like, don't actually know it. Get right up close to the mic. I'm Sophia. <laughs> 
Um, so as you guys probably noticed, there is one less podcaster with us. Uh, don't worry, there's absolutely no drama. Uh, we decided that was what's best for everybody. So we're just going to dive right into it. But just want to make we're still best friends. But I just wanted to make that a little quick disclaimer. Okay, so today we're going to dive into the different types of parties in New York City. And, like, they don't have to be, like, actual parties parties. We're just talking about, like, partying in the city and, like, what it's like and, like, the kind of parties we go to or, like, the kind of, like, bars, the kind of clubs we go to. And, like, we're going to tell her story today and we're all really excited you're here. Just be open and honest. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah and I'm a party-holic today. Today. Sound like the TikTok thing. Today. I feel like... Our definition of parties are so different from normal colleges, yeah. just because we have limited space. That is unfortunate, but also fun. What were you saying? Yeah. I, was, I was saying that, like, compared to like state colleges or like state schools, though, I feel like we have any more options for partying because, like, my friends that go to like what FSU or like some school in like South Carolina, they can't go out to clubs necessarily, so they don't do like either bars or frat parties, but for us, we have a plethora of options, because we're just we're just special. A like plethora? That. that was such a big word. Yeah, we said SAT studying. <laughs> My friend, um, she goes to a school in, uh, in Ohio, and she was telling me when they go to bars, their dress code is like a cute crop top and a sweatpants. <laughs> like, that's their bar attire. And I was like, wow, I feel I'm gonna... I'm going to exit out of this chat just because. <laughs> no, yeah. Can never. We go all out in, like, dresses and heels. Like, we probably look ridiculous, but, like, that is what it is in New York. Like, no one looks ridiculous because everyone, like, just is their own person. Like, no one judges them. Like, if you show up to a club in New York, guy or girl, in, like, blue jeans you're or sneakers, in. you're kicked out. Nope. Like, they will literally deny you at the door for your dress They'll, code. They and- will look you up and down and be like, ew what's that no and they're also not even being like oh you're just gonna get judged like there are some clubs or bars where you literally cannot get in if you're wearing jeans or sneakers so it's actually you're like a real thing but that's such a good point though you could either be wearing some leopard print skin tight slutty ass dress or something like that hello that's me or you could be wearing a satin gown and I feel like as long as you're dressed up because everyone, you can't really have a style in the city. You know what I mean? Like, everyone has their own unique sort of way of dressing up. But as long as you look high class and look vogue and, like, look your best, I guess, then you're fine. But I feel like NYU girls are either, like, euphoria threw up on them oh, or the true. Urban Outfitters catalog. Like, there's no <laughs> imitating either or. Like, oh, I know. No, you miss- I feel like that it depends on the occasion, though. It depends on exactly what we're talking about today. Types of parties. I completely agree. Also, I feel like we've all been to, like, state parties and stuff. And, like, had the experience to say the least. <laughs> so we're going to be comparing them. So I'm, like, acting like a pros that we've probably been to, like, five state parties in, like, the hour experience. But, like, I feel like... We're all like, transferred from Penn State. <laughs> but, like, honestly, like, I much prefer, like, partying in New York and parties in New York because it's so different. You have so many options. You might break your bank, but you still have more options. Wait, I feel like it's either Euphoria, the Urban Outfitters Catalog, or like IMGia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like IMGia, definitely IMGia. Or like supermodels. Full on go out, you know? Yeah. Oh, Candice. Swainpole. On the street. And I was like, they was just glistening for no reason. We saw Hunter Schaefer. Hunter Schaefer. We were on the street and we saw <laughs> Hunter Schaefer from the Euphoria. In quotes, we saw Hunter Schaefer. Wait, who who does she play in Euphoria? Euphoria? She plays from Euphoria and literally she is stunning. Like, like oh she's hot my as fuck. God, she's so hot. I have a crush. Like, 
I really wanted to like go up to her and like be like, hi. Did you guys not go up to her? No. Sophie, no Everyone told me I wasn't allowed to. Well, and Sophia and Isha were literally like, <laughs> they literally see you staring at her. So I think it was literally facing the opposite direction and kept making all with her. I was like, she literally turned around like this. I was like, so, I don't know. we just rewatched Euphoria too. We've been dressing like Euphoria horse for the last week. So it was just like, I think it was a sign from the Lord of Above going to marry Jacob. And I just needed that. Did you know he's Australian? I did not know he was Australian. Yeah, he's 23. Oh my God. But also, he's apparently, so he's in the city right now. So we're going to go on a hunt. No, like, we're going to sit, sit in Milosoho. We're gonna, any of all those fan cam accounts on Twitter that are, like, 13-year-old girls who just stalk them all day Picture and post their location? Binoculars. The next thing I have to say on Celebrity Corner, <laughs> which is replacing <laughs> Sarah's Scarfing Corner, is that um, I always feel so awkward because I see a celebrity at least once a week. We all do. If you live in New York, there's no chance you're not seeing a celebrity once a week. But, like, it's always so awkward because, like, I don't consider myself a creep. So I know that if I would have gone up to them, it would have been very casual. Like, oh, my God, huge fan have a great night, something like that, just to like acknowledge their presence, let them know they're loved, appreciate it, whatever. But I feel like they get so many crazed fans that I never know the right way to do it. Like if they're eating dinner, the unsaid rule in New York City is that if they're eating dinner, never go up. Don't try to sneak a picture. That's like their private time with their friends. Don't do it. But like on the street, yo, yeah. oh yeah, in general, like in general like for sure. But I've gone out to celebrities before, like in Starbucks, and he was with this friend, Frankie Grande, for example. I went up and I was like, hi, huge fan. Can I possibly get a picture with you? And he was like, yeah, like so nice. But I know a lot of them aren't like that. So I never know really what to do. Um, do you remember the time that we saw the celebrity at a party that we were in? It was like one of the, so I think she was a, the, the sister of the supermodel. She's a, like a model as well, but she's not as famous. And we just like party with her. And she was like right there in like. Alice, Alice in Cornland party. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other. Do you want to tell that story? Yeah. Do we just want to switch it? Okay. So after that very long divergence from the topic at hand, <laughs> the first party or type of party in NYC we're going to discuss is house parties slash kickbacks because it's probably the most common just in general, like everywhere. But New York City, they're always very, very interesting. And speaking of celebrities, two quick stories. One, I partied with um, those brothers from the Naked Brothers band. Well, as soon as you said those brothers, I was like, if you're telling me right now you party with the Jonas Brothers, I'm going to show you off your chicks. When you said brothers, I was like, oh, no, that's what I'm yeah. not that cool. Like um, Nat Wolf and Alex Wolf. And what's that girl everyone's fucking obsessed with that's like all Indian shit? Maggie, Maggie, Maggie Rogers. Was yeah. There. Uh, Maggie yeah. Rogers. That wasn't really that cool, but I thought I'd flex it. But also, all of us were at this house party because a friend of a friend, we knew them, so we went. And one of the girls is a model, so she had like a bunch of model friends there. And one of them was a sister of a very, very, very famous Victoria's Secret model. But she's a model too, but not as like flexy. But speaking of that party, that was the weirdest thing shit I've ever like experienced in my life because we're like <laughs> kind of awkward. We're like not really having that good of a time, but like we're doing us sitting on the couch, talking amongst each other, like doing what we do best. And we're like drinking and suddenly everyone like rushes down into the living room where we're sitting and turns on the TV and we're kind of like, oh, we're watching a movie. Like this is kind of weird. And they fucking put on Alice in Wonderland, Alice, Alice in Pornland, 70s porn. Not even like Pornhub porn, but like the ones you have on DVD or your grandparents have on DVD in their basement, like walked away. Little DVD insert of this woman like getting like literally railed in the middle of like a forest with mushrooms around her and like <laughs> dancing like whatever those things are called, hats or whatever. 
And everyone's just like, whoa, like, wow, look at the way she's doing that. Yeah, they all thought it was art. They wouldn't even got off for it. <laughs> and I mean, like, they were like, what the fuck is this? And like, she's like laying on the ground, and like these little like mice things are ripping her clothes off. She's like, oh my God, no. And I'm like, Sarah, what are we watching right now? What the fuck? Was the girl like seemed like she did like she seemed like she was like on drugs while like the rats were taking off her clothes because like Alice in Wonderland's like on acid and like yeah she, yeah she yeah. did seem on approximately mm-hmm. eighty five types of drugs but like even if you like think that's hot my whole thing is like yeah like the girl is gorgeous like it's porn obviously it's like made for that kind of consumption but like did little boys dress as mice going like oh and then seeming like dancing around and not distract you that's what I was looking at <laughs> I'm like, what? but weirdest part is. Why would you do that at a party? Like, why would you display that whole thing because at a party? It was in Brooklyn. <laughs> that was definitely it was in the city. not in Brooklyn. That was it was not in Brooklyn. Yeah, for Sarah, anything below 14th and past second average. <laughs> just very, very Tish kids. Very like Rex Orange County concert looking kids. You very. Oh my God! Did you guys see the the NYU bar stool? No, that was so the- funny. It was like. I'm so tired of walking lower Manhattan right now, seeing all these NYU girls at the Dress Orange County, like going to a No, literally. So yeah, I don't even really know. Like house parties, at least where I'm from, were nothing like that. So you know. Nope. I was expecting, you know, like pong ball pong tables, you know, like just like any beer pond or like flip club, you know, like those house parties, but I feel like I've been to house parties that definitely have like pong tables and stuff, but like we also have like those weird ass parties that Sydney just described, as well as like some weird, weird parties. But they're always like jamming to some like awful EDM music at those house parties. It's like house EDM, so it's like no words. It's just like dun 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 dun, dun and it's just really awful. You wanna cry? <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one here who prefers to school parties, even though I mean I've been Maybe. to some, and it's just literally standing there under a tent screaming "Go Blue" for like five hours. But I honestly like hate state school parties. Like when I was looking at colleges, like I went up to my friend accused, and like no, nothing bad with like state school parties. Like I just like didn't like them. Like because, like, there was only, like, one type of party, and I feel like you get so sick of that so fast, because, like, by sophomore year, you're just, like, sitting in your apartment getting drunk, which is, like, what we do, but, like, we're not going to talk about that. And, like, I feel like you get sick of, like, the same, like, exact thing every weekend, multiple times a week. Yeah, I feel like the idea of, like, having random frat guys vomit on my shoes, girls crying because sorority this, sorority that, mm. every single day of, like, not even just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like, in New York, it's, like, Thursday through Sunday, for state schools, it's literally every day. And my friends that go with them literally say, like, we hate them. It's the same thing every night. It's annoying. Everyone cries. Everyone throws up. And I'm like, that just doesn't sound appealing to me or cute. I do want to say I want to experience one time, just one time tailgating. Like, that's the only party that I want to actually. But as someone who's been vomited on, it's not fun. And I would, ten, I would zero out of ten the whole time. Well, I've been <laughs> out of ten. Do it, do it, do it. With the whole vomiting thing, vomiting is so gross, obviously. But I've been vomited on both here at NYU and at a state school parties. I feel like they're similar in a lot of ways, but also really different. Because I feel like they do get boring really quickly. Personally, I don't have a preference. Like, it's not like I'm like, fuck state school parties. Uh, yeah, I like both. I think they're both really fun. And they're, they both have, like, their charm. Because... When you're at a state school, like, you're with your really close friends and, like, is it sweaty? They were still really fun because I was drunk with my friends. It was cute. But then here it has, like, a different kind of charm because you're, like, on a rooftop in a townhouse and you, like, have this really nice view and you're just always, like, meeting new people. I think that's part of the charm of New York. So it just depends. I feel like in our friend group or, like, just people we see, have you guys noticed that, like, they're not that much, like, drunk, drunk people? Like, 
they cannot walk straight, those kind. I just think, like, how do you not know how to control yourself? Like, for me, yeah. I'd be genuinely embarrassed if I'm that person who every Friday is throwing up on the street, can't get home, is wandering around like, blah. But I feel like what Sarah said about being vomited on at, like, a state school party versus a New York party is, like, the word vomit in Comic Sans versus vomit in Times New Roman. <laughs> like, if I'm going to be vomited I don't know why y'all keep getting more times new Roman. Like why? Like I don't know why y'all keep getting bombed on. I don't know where y'all are and who you're friends with. But I feel like if I'm bombed on, I hope it's in New York, not in some nasty basement of some boy's house in the middle of Florida. I'm just staring at myself, and I need to stop because I'm so fucking vain. No, but it means me and Sophia and Terrence were like. Are we vain? We're like all staring at We're, like, we're going to work out, and every time we pass a reflective surface, everyone stops talking and looks <laughs> at themselves and then continues. Like we were in Zara yesterday, and every single time, without a doubt, conversation would cease. Everyone looks at the mirror, goes, ooh, and then keep walking. <laughs> we didn't even notice because we were just staring it's at ourselves. It's conscious. We just look at each other. It doesn't even matter what you're doing or what you're wearing because, like, when me and, when me and the girls go running sometimes, it literally, it's like, I have these high-waisted leggings from three people that literally, like, they just everything in. And they say on the literal packaging that it everything in. But every time I pass a mirror or a window or something like that, every single time, like, it might change if I don't look or something like that. I look at myself to make sure. Because I'm like, <laughs> what if it changes? What if it's not? What if I have to suck in? Like, I was thinking my, my bike shorts, because my bike shorts are so ugly, but I was wearing them today, and I was kind of like... I love them. Yeah. Speaking of... I literally just pulled like freaking six eyelashes off of my eyes just now. Okay, so back back to the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talking about house, house parties versus kickbacks. Okay, I feel like the word kickback means something different to everyone because, like, for sure, from Florida, I think kickback is like five to twelve slash fifteen people. It's like a very very chill party. We have to be invited by the person. It's all like word of mouth. It's not like, oh my god, I'm having this huge rager. And everyone's chill. Everyone knows each other, and it's like a chill thing. But like in For New sure. York, it's either five people or like seventy five, so and like the little whole building is shaking. And I'm like, that's not a kickback. That's literally a rage. But okay. I feel like in Massachusetts, we don't even use the word kickback. Like you don't say like. Oh, are you going to that kickback today? Like, you, no one says that. Except. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, I feel like only, like, the frat guys or, like, the really big stoners are, like, kickback, bro. I'm so like, oh, I feel like a male porn star <laughs> now. I would like to, like, what? Okay, guys, pause. If you think that Sophia talks like a porn star, please DM us and let us know. <laughs> she literally just went from oh star to male porn star in five seconds. She's like, oh. Oh my god. <laughs> this whole week I can't unhear it. I can't Dude, I literally don't shut up about how I'm a porn star and how I literally like pose like a porn Bro, star. When she takes pictures, she like pulls her hair and she's like oh. she, she like chokes moves. herself. Yeah, and she moves. If there's <laughs> ever silence in the room, you'll hear like a oh. and it's Sophia or Sarah out of literally nowhere. They're like eating eggs or something. Like, right. Yeah, it's been leaving like two weeks and we're like, oh lord. Yo, so kickbacks for kickbacks for me is like sort of either exactly what Cindy said to like five people or 75 but also I feel like it depends on what house you go to and sometimes you just know for example if it's uh, the cookie cutters you know it's gonna literally be a thousand million <laughs> 95 people yeah. but if it's like some stoner in one of your residence halls you know it's gonna be hit, either he's trying to get with you so he's like kick back before the party or uh it's gonna it's gonna be like 
him and like three of his closest friends. But also I feel like a kickback can be either before or after the party, but it can't go anywhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was going to say it's probably like a pregame mm-hmm. or like a after party thing where you get exclusively invited by the boys. And then usually it means you're, you're going to smoke with them or you're going to get that dick. Or both, or both, you know, for people who, doesn't know or wondering what cookie cutter means we today decided to name all the frats at NYU and cookie cutter is one of them so take your best guess and dm us if you have a you know a guess and we'll see if you're right I was just gonna say like when Sarah was like oh it's a guy trying to get with you at a kickback I could just imagine like a guy being like yeah bro like like yeah like I'm having a kickback and like Sarah showing up and like it just being him and her <laughs> now no times that's happened <laughs> Okay, wait, this story. Last year, there's actually every year, there's this one kid who is not even in a frat. He's on a sports team that acts like a frat. He's in wrestling. And he's obsessed with every girl in our friend group. Like, not even joking, every single one of us. And at some point, he's DM'd or texted all of us. And this one night, he messaged me, Sophia, and Anisha all separately, asking to hang out, saying he was having this kickback. And we all said no. Besides, Isha was like, yeah, let's hang out. So then all of us show up at once to his quote-unquote kickbacks. <laughs> and it's just him. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you guys all came. And I was like, is this about to be a porno? And- but yeah, we all can't stand him. So that was really interesting and really uncomfortable. He took pictures of us the entire time in his party. Yeah, he, he really Would you say bleep his name out? Obviously, <laughs> parties or kickbacks? No. no. He tried those ghetto-ass invitations. Literally, <laughs> like, a skeleton in, like, eight different colors. He's like, guys, there's a fucking kickback on my roof. It's gonna be fucking lit. A bitch. Like, it's gonna okay. be fucking lit. Yeah, eight. And then him and his one friend alone playing, like, <laughs> random-ass rap EDM. And we all show up and we're like, can we please leave? Out of all the parties I've been to in New York City, but I also, I feel like I don't party that much. I didn't party that much until I got to college. So I had these, like, high hopes, right? And then I go to this, like, specific person's party that was so hyped up. And I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever been to. It was all like, over his Instagram. All yeah, over he's texting everybody so he knew. so much. Like, yeah. and I was like, this is actually the worst thing I've ever been to. The imitations were, like, the ones that little four-year-olds make in, like, Microsoft. Like, light. <laughs> and they use all the grim bubbles and, like, drag stuff around and turn it in for their, like, first grade project. That's what they look like. And they're horrible. This guy's also in our major. And, like, me and Sydney are communications majors. So a part of... That major is graphic design. And the graphics he posted on his story advertising for this party literally looked, looked like They were pink. offensive. They were offensive <laughs> to our culture, offensive it's... to our major. It was disrespectful. I do really want to circle back to that frat party key, or frat party, that frat key that we made because mm-hmm. we really don't want to call out any frats. That's not what we're about here. But we made a specific key for all the frats at NYU specifically just because that's the school we go to. But even if you don't go to NYU, still listen because number one NYU only has like four frats so it's not going to take long and number two <laughs> every single school ever has these fraternities that we're about to describe so listen closely also it's just interesting why not listen to the tea uh so there's this one frat that we call the cookie cutters just because they all look the same they're all blonde they're all play the same sport and I feel like they're all in um stern yeah too. I refer to this is copy and paste because if you put them all in a lineup and ask me what their names were I'd be like I don't know Frankie <laughs> like you pulled them out of Vineyard Vines catalog um but yeah as a black person going to this specific frat I think there's one person of color in it well, approximately one. Oh, two, one graduated there's an Asian one I think there's mm, maybe two two Asian there's ones? like one and a half 
and going there, I'm like, I want to leave. Like, I've met all of them at least 74 times. And they'll be, they will not ask my name. Is. They'll look at me and be like, okay, next. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I don't really like their parties per se. Also, because they're hella EDM. Like, that's all they play is like, be do, be do, be do music. And girls wearing like rage outfits. Like, not really my favorite. They have nice apartment, though. And the one black one is nice. So like, I feel like... Some of them are actually nice from the cookie cutters. Because... I remember this one time uh, we went to their Soho rooftop and it was gorgeous. And we were literally the only ones there, like the first ones there, girl wise. So there's just like four of us, five of us, and then like 10 boys. And that's the most attention I've gotten like in a while. Did, did he um, teach Sarah to shake drinks? Yeah, he taught me how to make a uh, like a tequila sunrise or something. Nice. Yeah. So I, I let's like point this out. Let's let's add some asterisks in here. <laughs> Number one, don't show up to a party on time. I think we were literally an hour late. We were the first ones there. I love being the first ones there. You get all. Yeah, I love it. I the love it. Why they were so nice to us? Because one, we were the only pair of tits in a two mile radius of their roof. Number two. They were all trying to get with Sarah. So they were giving us all <laughs> the Sarah treatment. And the minute Sarah, like, got her bag, they were like, bye. And I was like, okay. Just pause for a second. I love being friends with Sarah. Let me tell you why. Because <laughs> for a split second, for, like, 30 seconds, I could pretend he really wants to just talk to me, like, know my name and get to know me. Not because he wants to sleep with my insanely attractive friend, but... Oh. I saw a TikTok. <laughs> it's been a while since we mentioned TikTok. This girl was like, I love being friends with like attractive people because you get the privileges of being pretty without working for it. And that is why I love it. Wait, I love I, that. Yeah, exactly. But then also you're always the one who's like never hit on. And then you're like, bro. Hey, don't call me out. Like um, we call that we call that the cheerleader effect because as a whole, we all just like add something to the table that makes us all look super hot the good thing is though up separately we're also hot but for these frats if you look like with monoculars like really really closely you're like mm. <laughs> Wait, so it's not cheerleader effect we all have some no, we're cheerleader hot. but we're hot separately there you as go well. there you go <laughs> if you've ever seen euphoria we're like the cheerleader you know that cheerleading spot they're all so attractive on yeah. that show glitter in their hair and shit yeah. Bro, i would roll out of bed and be like come on you from on and go to games like i do not look like that hottie do you like my nails I love that. Sophia. <laughs> okay, for anybody who like isn't in this exact room right now, Kokua's nails are a plethora of colors. So we have pink, purple, blue, green, and yellow. And it's like from thumb to pinky. And they're so cute. And only she could pull them off in this entire group. So. Also, she yeah. doesn't get a often. So she's been walking around with her hands literally in the air for the past three days. <laughs> just like, waving them around. Do you like my nails? <laughs> I literally took a photo and put like my hands over my entire face. And I'm like, show off my nails. <laughs> do, you hear that? do you hear the... I hear EDM. Yeah, it's actually fair. just put me in a bad mood. I, I really just put me in a bad mood. I, hate I don't hear anything, so. The cars live in our building. I can hear them bumping their ratchet ass music through the walls. Like, you're four floors down. How do we Which hear we are not, I guess, because like Cindy was saying, we all have something we bring to the period. But. Um, <laughs> there goes that point. There you right go. There. there you go. Example number one. But, um, there's a frat. No, we call it a cheerleader effect. Because, like, individually, they're all, like, yeah. yeah. But, like, together, they're, like, ooh. Like, I, I could kind of see that. But, like, like, they think they're the shit for some reason. They're, they're diverse. I'll give them that. They are diverse. And, like, they always serve jungle juice, which is a little bit sus. But if you are in one of their parties and, like, the lights are super low, 
people are smoking a little bit hazy. You're feeling a little confident. They look kind of cute. But if the lights come on, the smoke fades, and I drink some water, it all it all goes away. There's, um, I think the cheerleader effect is definitely my favorite frat of all of them because although they are the exact example of the cheerleader effect, a lot of them do have genuine personalities. But for some reason, they're also the frat I hate the most. And I don't know yeah. how that works. I love them, hate them, love to hate them. Yeah, it's a mix of the best and worst. Because, like, yeah. all of my, like, most of my guy friends and, like, the guys that I do love the most at NYU are in this frat. And I think they're, like, the sweetest, they're, like, the greatest people to talk to, like, just to have as friends to, like, study with or whatever. But then some of them just have, like, the biggest superiority complexes. And I just want to know why. Because, like, they shouldn't and they really don't need to. But, like, they are, like, the most active, I think, on campus. So, like, people like them the most. So, like, I do enjoy having to be friends with them. But some of them make me feel like, shy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. All right, so, when I see these boys, they remind me of the same sentiment. Okay, and I can say this because I, like, dated guys in this brat actually just one when <laughs> sorry when I see them I feel the same sentiment I feel when I go to Best Buy and my computer is broken and I go to the little <laughs> corner that says X-Squad and they're all wearing the, like the little matching little blue polos and they're like oh you just got to turn it on and I'm like oh no and they're like it's okay and they're like it's really nice like they're really sweet but they're so smushy and nerdy no actually they're very cool boys they're actually really cool very very nice boys i would say they're boyfriend materials most of them they actually hate to be the nice boys because they know they're nice boys and they're like i don't want to be the nice boys but they are actually really nice solid guys and i think like in their niceness comes the coolness i think that claudia is talking about because this one time me and claudia went to one of their parties and uh some girl literally just threw up like it wasn't like she needed an ambulance it wasn't like she was mortally ill she an ambulance ambulance. excuse me she just uh, was genuinely sick and they canceled the party told everyone to go home just to to give her room which i think is really nice but again only some of them that's every frat you know what i mean they got some good ones some bad ones cheerleader fact would be like move (laughs) here's a trash bag move they don't care. They're like, oh, are you leaving? And I'd be like, or the girl's like throwing up on her way out. And they're like, okay, bye. Like, come up, come again next week. <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks so much for coming. Uh, this is our friend Trey. Uh, his bedroom's upstairs. He'll take you Goodbye. 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 Do we forget anyone? Thursdays. Uh, Thursdays <laughs> makes me feel like I'm in the, I'm in the 1940s and we're in segregation again. I'm sorry. <gasps> I go to their party <laughs> and there's not a single person of any color there all the guys are five four rude but are flexing like gucci watches and like whatever but like i go there and i'm like i'm put my drinks in my pocket and only drink water like i make sure you like feel violated walking into the room thursdays is the name of yeah. a friend the reason Sorry. why we call them thursdays is because they solely solely host stuff on thursdays that is it only thursdays gotcha. i just want to say my one experience with thursdays is that i went to one of their parties once one time in my life with a um she shall be known as a former friend and she basically left and i was sitting on the couch not a single boy not a single person like came up to me introduced himself nothing i was just sitting on the couch watching them i literally don't even know who's in thursdays like actually whenever (laughs) sarah's quiet for longer than a minute she's sexting she's in the corner like on her phone and apparently there's a dick sitting on her phone so you missed that (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, wait. That's gonna sound like a little like ear ear explosion on the recording. But okay, the next one we nicknamed Guess Who because we really have no clues in this frat or if it's even a frat. They kind of just host parties and say that they're part of a frat. So yeah, you know the game Guess Who when you're little. Yeah. I was, a, I was so good. I was like, are you that blonde girl? I was so good at that game. But yeah, I, I, was, I know one person in the frat. I don't think they're on campus or off campus. They just kind of host parties together and claim more frat. Only the geek squad is actually on campus because the other ones are... I think literally every single one of them is off campus because yeah. they're... Oh, yeah, super weird. Anyway, is that it? Do we get all the frats at MIU? Oh, I think we did. We have one more. I don't even know. They're so irrelevant. I'm so sorry. One of my best so, friends is in this. I've never heard them host anything, say anything, do anything, because they're that irrelevant. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought it was the like, teacher from Timmy Turner. What is his name? I don't know, but I know exactly who you're talking about, who, and like, I've never heard a better representation. Who like, was trying to catch them, and he was like always like spazzing out, but he was like, super nerdy with like, his glasses with like, his like, hunchback. Like, What's the teacher from Timmy Turner's name? Mr. Crosby? Mr. Yeah, Mr. Crosby. Oh, I'm Mr. Craw, Daddy. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, okay, it's Den- Denzel Quincy Crocker. So it's Mr. Crocker. You I just right. said Mr. Crocker. There you are. I was right. The one thing about NYU Frats, just to wrap up that whole conversation, is that the ones at NYU think they're so cool. I don't really know why, because like they're all off campus, but they all nickname their houses and only refer to it as that name like they'll never say like oh come to my house or my apartment they'll be like come to the fort and i'm like are we in like world of wars like why are you naming your house and so they want to know what that means come just, to the dragon like something weird is like and they that. won't ever tell you the address like if you ask it's like a slap to the face they just say yeah. come to the fort you either have to be friends with somebody who knows the address someone who slept with somebody at that address or just be That's literally it. Or, if they yeah. want to sleep with you, they might slide it to you. Or have big tits. Yeah. We, we literally sat in a circle yesterday, or actually every day, and we <laughs> take off our shirts and compare our boobs with each other. I Claudia, just want to remind all of you that other people are listening. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying, <laughs> if you ever want to bond, I think that's a great way to bond. You know? I do. I do have to mention one thing about the frat parties that we were talking about is that they only solely use Facebook events. That's it. Like when you were a freshman going to homecoming, you're like, I'm so cool. Let me make a Facebook group. That's them. But wait, 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 though. What is weirder? And I genuinely want to know. Making a Facebook group event and, like, inviting people on your Facebook or posting on your Instagram stories for all your Instagram followers. What's weirder? Okay, I think it's weird because the guys who do it are, like, those guys who, like, can't spell the word <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> like, literally, like, drink beer all day long. Probably don't even know how to turn on their phones. But they use Facebook invite, like, no one our age or above, like, no one under the age of 27, 26 uses Facebook anymore. The only reason I still have one is for Facebook, like, party invites. The only good thing is, so you can direct it at people. But, like, on Instagram, it's whoever follows you. So, if, like, weirdos follow you or people you, like, aren't comfortable with, everyone can come. But Facebook invites is more, like, directly to who you want to come, which is, I think, a little bit nice. So, I think it depends. They're both weird. I just, like, I just feel weird because I don't even use Facebook for literally anything else. Only that. I never know, like, I'm actually on the Facebook invite. But sometimes when Sydney will be like, I'm on the invite. I'm like, oh, let me go check. And I honestly feel so honored. Like, I don't know why. Like, there's five other people on there. But I'm like, I'm one one of the ten. (laughs) I'm the chosen one. Wait, oh, my God. I'm the one. Where's that from? I said, I'm the one. Cheetah Girls. Got it. Never mind.
<laughs> she said, <laughs> all right, to wrap up our little, we've been talking about frats for literally 30 minutes, but yeah, I feel like, but honestly, I think besides frat parties, we go to like club events or like bars the most. So we're going to talk, like, I feel like we talk about like partying versus the parties and like that is like the clubs and the bars. I will say I prefer to going to like a campus, you know, gathering more that's like not an apartment or a house or anything like that. Just because I feel like it's just such a great way to like you're out of class on like a Thursday and then you can just like unwind with your friends and you see like a ton of people, you know, I feel like it's a much a much more chill vibe and people like aren't trying to take you home all the time. And people are like genuinely having a good time. And there's like, like kind of some shitty music playing, but that's okay. Like. That's like freshman year. We have like a campus bar and it's kind of like fizzled out over the years. But like our first year at NYU, there was like the campus hangout. Yeah, Loki came back. Yeah, and Loki came back for a little bit. I think we started that high key. (laughs) I have a picture of us saying, did we just restart this? But (laughs) it was just so good to have a place that's like central for everyone to go to. Because like no matter like who we had talked to earlier that day if it was like a thursday friday or saturday everyone's not ended up there and like, i don't know about you guys but for me that's how i met like a lot of people on friends with yeah, now and all of my hookups i met there yeah, it was a good vibe so though because like the music was terrible the place sucks everyone there is like annoying but like <laughs> the having someone having a central area to like everyone on campus to hang out was just so nice this other place that i want to talk about is more of the dancing vibes after party you know like so if you want to like so dance and stuff like um i aside from there are definitely like a few designated spots for nyu students or new york city students in general but aside from that i definitely want to talk about clubs in general because i feel like promoters is definitely a topic of conversation that needs to be talked about and I, I know we talked about that a little bit in our first episode, but promoters are so creepy. And not only that, they scan, they either scan the shit out of you, mm-hmm. try to get with you, or they give you free bottle service that's either roofied or just not good at all. So literally straight vodka and like a splash of orange juice. So it's a good experience. Like if you want to get into someplace for free, you can, however, at a very specific time, with very specific drinks, with very specific people who you definitely won't like. And you can bring some friends to hang out with, but some promoters are like meaner than others and more specific than others. So just keep an eye out, I would say, for promoters, especially when you're just like a New York City person, female in particular, going to a club with a promoter. I did a lot of the clubs with promoters my freshman year. And then like towards the end, I just got tired of it. I was like, you know, it's the same thing. Like every week, you go, you just go with different promoters and go to different clubs. And like, what's the what's the worst promoters that are like sixteen or like freshmen in college are like, I can get you on this club, and they're like, literally have no connection whatsoever. Or like really old creepy ones that DM you on Instagram, like, hey little hottie tits, come to my club. Like, which is worse? I feel like they both definitely suck. like the old ones, especially because like they have full time jobs. Like they should be married with kids, and they're like hello little 18 year old like you just became legal come on over but like honestly like those are definitely creepier but like the freshman ones are also like they're not creepy per se but they'll take you to like these like really nasty places and charge you like 50 dollars to get in more likely to rip you off i feel like club promoters is like the career pipeline to being a real estate agent 
Like, they're just in the same vein. I completely think you're right. Yeah. For some reason, club promoters and real estate agents go hand in hand. Yeah, they got the same vibes. Real estate at night. (laughs) Like real estate during the day. A lot of the a lot of the stern entrepreneur boys are also promoters. Like I'm gonna look up entrepreneur means. Delivering a mattress to someone's door is not entrepreneur. If you do it for a week, I'm sorry. You guys can look up the definition and create an actual business of being like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, move a mattress for you, charge you eight hundred bucks. Like what? Sorry. Also, literally, wages sunk. Like my former, like my last promoter before he moved to freaking Bali or whatever, he was both a real estate agent and a promoter he was for sure you have the personality for it exactly for sure that's just so crazy that correlation that you made because that's so true um speaking of clubbing and promoters for halloween sarah and i went to the playboy mansion and like bro my friend's dad owns that place we had the worst experience of our like ew it was all okay Bro, I forgot about this story too. There was this guy I was talking to freshman year who was like from like Turkey or something and like moved to the United States like two days before talking to me, did not speak any English. It like went horribly. I ghosted him, whatever. It had been like two or three years. We're at Halloween. We're at the Playboy Mansion and I get a text from him. Are you wearing white right now? And I was like, what? Remember we turned around and he's standing right there. And I was like, we need to leave right now. <laughs> I spent the entire night literally running from him and being groped by weird old men to try and hide. And I just hate clubbing. Oh, no, clubbing yeah. is never a good experience for me. It always ends badly. My feet always hurt. I'm always annoyed and just mm-hmm. like, ew. I do not like it, if I'm being honest. Hence, I prefer state school basement parties. Period. Okay, not state school. I don't want to get the Z's from the floor. So <laughs> I feel like it's a trade off. Wait, what's your what's your favorite type of party, everyone? Go. Um, I like I the party I when it's fast. me and the man in there. <laughs> what are the options we have? Oh yeah, I like Darties or I like Brooklyn oh, parties, Darties which we haven't talked about yet. Or I guess house parties, you get to like actually meet people and talk. Like a club is just so loud. If someone talks to you, they want to get in your pants. But like if you're at a house party, you can actually like meet people and like make friends. And I like that connection more than like the clubbing. I would have to say my favorite parties are, and as much as I love the house parties or the frat parties or the state school parties, my favorite type of gathering in general has to be the kind where you feel exclusive. So whether it's a kickback that you know, like, really important or socially statusly high people are going to be there or the type of party where you get individually invited by someone like or even the even the kind where you find on evite or something like that for example like i remember a few years ago i was on e eventbrite eventbrite i think it's called i think i said eventbrite earlier and it was weird but i i found like a new york times uh new edition showing party and i got tickets and tickets were only like 15 dollars per person i went with my really good friend at the time and we had a little it was like a 15 minute presentation not only was it the coolest viewing like art gallery thing i've ever seen in my life but afterwards there was a free bar free entree free sort of appetizers kind of thing where people would walk around with little silver tin trays in their hand offering champagne and different appetizers to people and the amount of people i met at that party the coolest types of people i had so much fun so i would say like if you live in new york city you have so many opportunities but you have to be proactive about it. Like you have to be actively seeking for those opportunities. Like no one's going to give them to you because everyone's trying to go there themselves. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. 
Um, my favorite party or the best time I've ever had in New York City, I have to give it to Brooklyn parties. Let me explain it to you. It was Halloween day, but we were wearing like different colored latex dresses that day because Halloween, obviously. And then Brooklyn party has three different levels. So the basement is EDM, like house music. The second level was like, I don't even know, rap. And the third, uh, and then like the backyard was like live performance. That's so true. Because every Brooklyn party has levels. If it doesn't have levels, it's not a Brooklyn party. It's it was so sick true. though. Like it I honestly true. have so much So fun. I haven't been, so you guys need to bring me ASAP. For sure. Okay, wait. I was sleeping with this guy. So we yeah. went because his friend was performing. And so I was like, guys, please come with me. Because they knew that I was trying to do that night. Anyway. <laughs> So we go, like his roommate has a very particular style of music. It's very, um, it's the, <laughs> the 70s rock, like yelling type of, like Rolling Stones. I would know. Definitely something. It's something, something particular, you know, like, like bobbing their heads a little bit, talking to their friends. Claudia is in her own world, right in front of the mic. Like she's hearing William Shakespeare speak from his own mouth. Like she's really vibing, like has her hands up in the air around everyone's I was like what is Claudia doing <laughs> she was like in her own world I was like Claudia, okay you the, pink, the pink and blue lights like projecting on the houses yeah. were like just a vibe it was just a vibe I don't what's know what's that called that one place where it's like the, the lights in the sky euphoria no oh northern lights <laughs> in like Icelandia or some shit euphoria yeah totally <laughs> there was really good making out lights too I remember, I was, it was happening and I was like am I in a FIBA dream but I was also sitting right next to Claudia and Sarah and was having, so I was like, hi, friends. Then I think I went to the wrong Brooklyn party. So you know you guys went to see um, the guy from Hooking Up with his friend? Yeah. yeah. So I went to go see that friend perform in Brooklyn. I remember we were, like, in deep, deep Brooklyn. Nothing against y'all. But it was deep. It was, like, an hour and a half subway there. Wow. And we were there. And, like, we go in. It's, like, this grungy-ass basement. And they're, like, $25. So I was, like, $25. It's like going to a club. Are free? No. Yes. And they yeah. made me pay $25 to get in. I got in to a falling roof. Like, the roof was about to collapse. <gasps> and all I heard was the friend playing and, like, what is happening here? And, like, they were, they had, like, this weird-ass bar where they were charging, like, $10 a drink for, like, straight vodka. And I'm like, I'm good. Yours sounds a lot more fun yeah. than mine. And I remember we were all at the plane. We were in someone's bedrooms. We were all just, like, so mm-hmm. drunk and vibing. And we're all sitting in a circle on the bed passing around a box of cereal. I think Lucky, it was, like, Lucky Charm, something with the color. Like, Question, I remember yeah. so vividly. I think Lucky so. Charms, do you like the marshmallows? Or do you like the other part? Marshmallows. What the fuck is the other part? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even eat that part. I just eat the marshmallows. <sighs> I will never forget when me and when me and Cindy went to Brooklyn this one time. And we, it boy. was such a... Oh, yeah. Same, same exact guy. Friend of a guy. Yeah. So this was, this was the guy Cindy was seeing's concert. And we... it was The train ride was literally three seconds away from our apartment last year. And I had no idea it was in Brooklyn. And so when we, like, after the concert and everything, I was like, Sid, let's walk back to our apartment. Because I was trying to be, like, thick, cute, quirky, whatever. Yeah. And she was like, we're in Brooklyn. And I had literally no idea. But I feel like that's Brooklyn sometimes. Because a lot of parts of Brooklyn look exactly like Manhattan. That's a period. As someone who has walked from Brooklyn to Manhattan, I don't think it's that bad. It was Williamsburg, though. It wasn't, like, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, like it wasn't near the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah the I best think part- that was further than Williamsburg when I walked. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is, though, because this just ex- describes how extra we are. Because, like, beforehand, we're, like, we need, like, a rock and roll outfit to match the vibe <laughs> of the concert. So we literally put on, like, our leather jackets and our docks. And we're on the train for, I'm not even kidding you, 
45 seconds and Sarah's like are we there yet and she refuses to touch the like silver railing she's like are we there and I'm like it's literally been 10 seconds she hates the subway I'm not gonna talk about the cigarette thing it's okay but yeah you don't have to if you don't want to baby yeah <laughs> should I I don't want to embarrass no. you I'll do it you can't no embarrass me okay period I love so be humiliated I was what? like obsessed with this guy he's like really into like cigarettes and like rock I didn't know at the time. He's like, no, but another girl in the audience. And we're both front row standing next to each other. And I'm like, why is this girl like going so hard for him? And mind you, like I have asthma and I'm also a baby. So I have absolutely no tolerance. So we really run to get cigarettes so I can like try and like impress him. Bro. We forget to get a lighter. So we go and buy this little magnet to light candles. And we're outside really posed on like a doorstop with like our butt sticking out, like trying to smoke. Meanwhile, I'm like dying of coughing and my brain feels like it's about to explode. And it was in that day I realized I am in fact a simp and that nothing needs to go inside my body besides like water. <laughs> Literally, fuck the word simp. Like simp means like you have emotions. I'm so sorry, but then I guess I'm a simp for every single thing. Aww. That's so nice. Men confuse the word simp with respect. Like, yeah, if a guy respects sure. a girl, like, oh, he's a fucking simp. Like, rude. Oh, you, like, you have feelings for a girl and you want to be exclusive simp, right? You didn't bring her back to your dorm when she was blacked out drunk? Fucking simp. Do you have a crush on her or something? <laughs> what? This is Sarah's voice acting coming out. I'm looking so good. What? Okay, so as you guys know, if you haven't heard from this episode yet, I hate eating with a passion. Like, the sound of it makes the cells in my brain, like, implode on themselves <laughs> i don't know how you listen to robots having sex and you find that fun the last type of party we're gonna like discuss this episode is like the mosh the mosh pits like ragers because like nyu or nyc in general that's a very big like edm scene like underground parties or whatever sarah who else? sarah claudia and my friend finn finn doesn't listen to this even he tells me he does finn's the love of my life he's like one of my best friends i literally love him and it's so funny because I'm the most spazzy person ever and Finn's the most like chill person ever. So it's a very interesting group. But we all went to a concert together. And mind you, I am 5'2 on a good day. Finn is like 6'4. Like we're not tall. We're not a tall group. Finn, yeah. So Finn goes with us to the concert. He's like, you know, above everyone like looking. And we're like, oh, it's like turning into a mosh pit. Cause it's like one of those concerts where there's like no seats. Everyone's just like in an open area. It's like the NYU like concert. Yeah. So this concert is literally NYU um, done. Like it's not just like NYU affiliated. NYU literally pays for it, hires the people. So like, for example, last year we had like Roddy Rich. The year before that we had Rico Nasty and Pop Smoke. We, like, Gunna, we had Gunna last year. Yeah. Finn loves moshing because like, that's just his personality. He's very, like, e-boy TikTok. And so we're moshing. I'm, we, I mean, I'm just standing there, and I'm so short that I'm, like, in between people's stomachs. And for some reason, everyone tried to start jumping. And I'm like... Because the beat dropped, Sid? Everyone starts jumping, and I'm like, this is not going to end well. And this girl, with this big-ass, bushy-ass, blonde hair is sitting in front of me. And it's, like, choking me. It's, like, literally in my face. And she's, like, like running her head around. And I'm like, okay. And then... I feel like, you know when dominoes, you like hit a domino and like they all fall? That was what this scene looked like. Someone in the very front fell and they just kept falling and falling and falling. And somehow I'm the last person to fall. <laughs> Big old. Oh yeah, this is the best part. This is what, Her hair was like a gigantic bush on top of her head. Like a gigantic oh, bush. Like, Yo, that girl hit both me and Sydney down. And Claudia, because she's like angelic and on a whole other level, didn't get touched. 
So she takes both her hands. This just says a lot about like girl friendships and how far you're willing to go for your girls. She takes both her hands like this. If you can't see me, it's like by her head. She turns them out, reaches down, picks us both up by the hair. And picks picks Sarah up. up. (laughs) My ass is still on the floor because Barbara Bush uses my head as leverage to stand herself up. (gasps) Meanwhile, everyone's like, oh, everyone's off the floor because Sarah's up. I'm still on the ground and people are kidding me. I finally get up off the ground and I feel like someone took a gigantic sledgehammer and just hit me in the face. Come to realize, not only did I have a concussion, I broke my toe. So that was a fun old great time. Well, um, I pulled them both up without even a dirt on my Air Jordans. Yeah. And Claudia was like, move and just like literally pulled like boom by our jackets. I was like, damn. Okay. Claudia's literally this big and she was able to literally part the crowd like the red fucking sea to get us up out of the ground. It was so funny. That's just Claudia though. And then Finn's like, oh, what happened? I want to just really quickly introduce Finn to this podcast because I feel like he's such an integral part in Sydney's and the rest of our lives. Because Sydney, Sydney, what Sydney does is she attracts really good-hearted people 80% so nice. of the time. That was so nice. That was so nice. No, no, except for that one guy. But we, which, what Sydney usually does is she attracts like the best kind of human beings towards her. She surrounds themselves with her, which is the best. She's really a good, good judge of character. This guy, Finn, who will most certainly be the next guest on our podcast. Yeah. Wait, sure. we're so having him? No, Wait, for I'm sure. I'm texting him right I'm now. Right now. Bro, like, I remember when I met Finn, I'm talking to him really quick. We were in Spanish class, and this is, like, the one class where, like, you have to really talk. And I see this kid walk in with, like, a cheetah print, hot pink cheetah print Vans and a pumpkin tattoo on his arm. And I'm like, I'm either going to hate him or we're going to be, like, best friends. And then we've been best friends since. Yeah, he's going to be on this podcast because he's so mellow. And, like, he literally is, like, our mascot. You got to tell him to listen to this episode. Oh, I definitely am. I love him. But, so, Finn is just, like, a genuinely, like, you know, though, because he's not trying to get in any of our pants. He's so loyal. He's, like, the most loyal boyfriend ever. Yet he's still so nice to women. And that's what everybody's standards should be. On our last episode, we were talking about how we hate how women raise their standards so high. And, like, well, no, no, no. That's not what we were talking about. We were talking about how we hate that women think they raise their standards so high when their high is literally the bare minimum. So Finn is that high. We should all want to, and he's going to be our next guest. Yeah, he's like, like the what? friend that walks you home. Like, for example, like, we, let's say we were on, like, Fifth Street at a bar at, like, 2 a.m. He would walk all of us, we're home to our respective apartments, all the way up to, like, 30th Street, and then go home, just to make sure everyone got home okay. safe. I need to raise my standards right now. Sorry about my awful singing. I would like to also say, when you guys were talking about, like, the bare minimum, did anyone else think of the TikTok where you're like, the bare necessities? Is that the song from Jungle Book? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like... Wait, you just saying that bare necessities. Bare necessities! <laughs> so nice. This episode is sponsored by Finn. <laughs> no, I feel like we have a lot of guy friends that treat us, like, better than the guys that we talk to. Like, 100%. Well, because here's the thing. They're only a positive... Like, New York City guys, I feel like, are not the best relationship-wise. I'm not even lying. This is just my opinion, so feel free to disagree with me. But there are only approximately 3.5 men in New York City like Finn at this exact moment. But I feel like the ones, the 3.5 we're talking about, are emotionally unavailable, taken, or gay. Yeah. So I need y'all to have a seminar called How to Not Be a Piece of Shit. Put that on NYU Albert, and y'all all need to enroll. Do we have Sarah's question corner so. right now? Let's do let's do one Sarah's Question Corner just for people because we haven't done Sarah's Question Corner in like literally three episodes, so I don't want people to think that this segment is gone because I'm um, the only question I have today for Sarah's Question Corner because this is already a really long episode 
what is everyone's like favorite party song? Because I know lots of people have like a lot of EDM. I know lots of people like house music. I know lots of people like all of their mistakes. Okay. Why did you just? I grabbed my boobs. I'm so sorry. So, what is everybody's favorite song that they prefer that they can get lit to at a party? I love when I hear that song, it's like the doves and the birds and the apples. Everything brightens in the sky. My ass starts to like, literally like a volcano, like erupt. Not in like shit way, but like my body, I can't sit down. <laughs> you could have heard so many yeah, I could have heard some different phrases for that. But you're so walking down words. the street in like broad daylight, and I heard it in the bar, and like my body just like arose like i was like i'm ready to go i'm ready to shake okay. my butt same with anything beyonce or Rihanna. if any of y'all say idiom i'm literally like blocking i want to hear i'll go last so i want to hear everybody else's before mine i think mine is very different than any of y'all it's gonna be sam smith it's gonna be bad by bad by rihanna and wale it's gonna be needed me or no peace i do agree like along the bad genre by rihanna like trap that's what I. That's what I turn up to. Because <laughs> I've had some issues. I would like to say, um, there's a I couple songs that I can I list a couple. Yeah, you can list how many. Guess Sophia. Nope. By a couple, I actually made a few because couple needs two. I'm gonna sing three. <laughs> so first, has anyone heard the song "More Than You Know" by Axel and Grucio? That sounds like EDM. <laughs> it's EDM. It's great. That's the first one. Then the second one is like I'm kind of like feeling spicy right now. We play some Mi Gente. <gasps> I knew you were gonna say. As soon as you said spicy, I thought of spicy salsa. Then I thought of Mi Gente. It's Mi Gente, and then it's like I'm really drunk. I want to throw back. It's Mr. Brightside. <laughs> wait, I have a question for you. That's like one of my like songs that makes me want to cry. Okay. Like, I have oh, a, wait, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Would you do you prefer the Mi Gente Beyonce live version? Do you prefer Mi Gente with just the original? What do, what do you prefer? Just the OG, also no Beyonce, no remix, no no I, Beyonce. Well, because I don't, you know, they do a really weird remix in it, which I don't. Like okay, personally. okay. I love Beyonce. I just don't like the remix part of it. Okay. Also, Good. I met really well. Don't talk about Spanish music, but I met Maluma. Bro, Maluma could. I met him and I didn't even know he was famous at the time. I was like, who, I was like, who is this guy saying hello to me with a bunch of bodyguards around him? I was like, what are we doing? I'm in like some foreign ass country, like in deep South America, having no idea what's going on. Yo, 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 yo. You know in SpongeBob, whenever they say the word fuck, they go all dolphin noises? Yes. I will let, I will let Maluma. <laughs> He's so beautiful. Um, honestly, I don't even pay attention to the music at parties, so I can't tell you. I only listen to, like, two songs. Each is just too busy getting her bag, yeah. talking to men. All the men I love don't. her no, at parties. That's uh, such a big lie. It's literally, literally not. And I'm, like, looking around, like... That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. What have we not been to a, uh, uh, a cheerleader effect party? And Isha's not been literally <laughs> getting her bag, talking to everybody, being so social. We, I want to be like Isha. We walk in the door. I do not take Isha for the rest of the night. You won't be like, she's like, Okay. She's like, I'll just, I'll just send the cash on my phone. Everything that we had to talk about with parties, New York City, all of that. Am I supposed to wrap this up? Am I going too early? And now, you're. I no, have to no, go. No. So you go. Okay. So sorry. Where are you going? I have to go say my favorite song. Oh, that's what you had to leave. Where are you going? Where are you going? 
my favorite song is 10,000 Hours yes. or Tequila by Dan and Jay because no, I'm no, no. from Michigan. Wait, Sarah, don't you <laughs> pretend like you then spend all of quarantine texting me screenshots right, of right, you right. listening to Dan and Shay. Excuse right. me? And then she's like, don't Ew. tell anyone. Sarah was playing music the other day and some country one came up and she was like, oh my God, this is my vibe. And I was like, oh my God, shut up. I did say that. get off the speaker right now. <laughs> I know you are talking bidu bidu. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, ma'am. Don't even. I hate though. her music so much um no but back to me my favorite that was so short pay of me oh i love it um my favorite music i think at parties no my favorite song i have one and i actually have to credit if you haven't listened to her episodes you gotta we guest started audrey challenger a few episodes ago and she introduced me to the song so close by notd it is one of my favorite songs, not only of all time, but especially for a frat. And it's been used on TikTok a lot as like a shy girl thing, but that is not what it's meant for. It literally, it could, it's like, and you got so close. So. I don't know what the fuck you are talking about. <laughs> all right. Does anybody in particular want to rap? Time to say yeah, sex, wrap. wrap it up. So I feel like we've discussed all the parties and like the partying and NYC for now. Wow, I can't believe I said NYC. New York City for now. That's all for now. So thank you so much for listening. And also thank you so much for hitting, helping us hit a thousand Instagram followers. And now we're over 60,000 listeners. And like, please follow our Instagram if you don't at Crying in Public Podcast. <laughs> that sounded so corny. Thank you for K. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we have a giveaway on the Instagram for hitting yes, a thousand followers. We haven't posted yet. We're waiting for the cup. This will be on Thursday. So probably. We're going to have at least, like, three days to leave it up. People can comment. Yeah. So if you want to enter that giveaway to be with the honor of having the first and only Crying Public merch. Like, we don't even have any yet. Yeah. So it'd be kind of weird if we did. I really want the things that's in the basket. First people to have it. So I would definitely enter that because it's free. So check that out on our Instagram. Look for the post that says giveaway. Also, like, I see a lot of giveaway stuff on Instagram, especially lately because quarantine, everyone's like, giveaway, giveaway, giveaway. Do you, like, get more followers and stuff because they can't actually do anything because of COVID. But I feel like a lot of giveaways have, like, just the average Tumblr or, like, a T-shirt or, like, something, like, basic like that. I feel like our giveaway is so special and cute and amazing. Yeah. No, but literally, it's actually a really good giveaway. So Yeah, we personalized it. everything, mm. and it's the only Crank Club merch on this earth. Don't follow us and you want to check it out. Our Instagram is at crying in public podcast. So make sure you hit that follow. <laughs> I was also going to say, uh, crying in public made a TikTok recently. We're going to start posting some serious content really, really soon. So if you haven't followed us yet, follow us now. It's at crying in public TikTok. Wait, what? It's a crying in public podcast on TikTok. And if you follow what our Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, and if you rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts, you have a lot more chance of winning the giveaway. Um, we will literally be giving our prize away to someone who does all of that. Like, we're going to check. So, it's going to be so fun. And we love you guys. Thank you so much for all of you. So, if, so if you see me, Sydney, on that TikTok, I was held against my will. Just know it's literally, I literally was Stockholm Syndrome, that bitch. Like, I, I don't understand what you're, why you're so against TikTok. Because I just, I can't be associated with TikTok. It, I makes, can it makes my nipples hard in a bad way. It makes me cringe. <gasps> makes me latte. What? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.